Good morning, December 10th, 2023. You're on with the coaching czar. Sunday, we skipped uh, We skipped Saturday. It was a little light on college football. We gave out uh, We gave out our plays on, uh, talked a little bit about our Saturday football game on Friday or on Thursday. Uh, we're back at it. We got the NFL today. But before that, uh, for those of you who follow along and listen, we had the Blackhawks last night. Period over, uh, hit again. And, yeah. Uh, we talked earlier this week. On Thursday, how this is something that's probably going to continue to hit. That's something that I got to imagine it's going to stay over at least a 55% the rest of the year, if I had to guess. They just don't play a lot of uh, a lot of defense. And then when they get motivated like they were last night, they were pushing the puck last night. So uh, when they get motivated, that's a young team that can score. So I, I think a lot of a lot of things play in our advantage when you keep betting that. Yeah, two things just to, to throw out there. First of all, the the first time in a long time, the over first period did not hit on, I think it was Thursday. Um, the Blackhawks ended up shutting out um, the Ducks, I think it was. We talked about how we thought it was going to be a high-scoring game, and right. uh, it was 1-0, you know, exact bizarro world. Um, I was at the game last night, and little by little, I'm, I'm paying a little bit more attention to, you know, the intricacies of the game. And I was at the last Blues game when they played at home, and they, they got the first period, it looked like men among boys. And then yesterday it was different. It was opposite. The, the Blackhawks were in complete control of that game the entire time. I don't know. I would love for someone to DM us or let us know if they know anything more about hockey than I do. Um, or, or maybe you have a, a comment on this, Coach. But uh, I, I was amazed how in control the Hawks really were. They looked sharp. Their passing was great. They actually should have had one or two more goals where uh, they just kind of, you know, things didn't work out at the puck didn't end up on a guy's stick, but he had to open net. And uh, I was, I was really impressed by the Blackhawks. Now here's my take on it, coach. And, and again, you follow hockey, you know, for, for a long period of time, way more than I have. Is it possible that the Blues coming in on no rest had to do with last night. Um, because I know in the NBA that factors in. The Blues played, I want to say, an away game on Friday night, and then they had to come to Chicago. I don't remember where it is. And, and the Blackhawks had a day off, um, you know, and they're feeling good again th- about themselves after a 1-0 game. Almost had a shutout again last night. Um, they scored later in the third period. But uh, is that possible? What do you think? Well, I'll tell you what, they were in Columbus the night before. Columbus is not a very good team and they took it on the on the uh on the melon there. They lost five to two, I believe. And then if you look at their last five games, they they haven't been playing really well. What I've noticed about hockey is when you when trends start when someone starts to play bad, and, and believe me, I've just started handicapping and looking at hockey last year. When a team starts to play bad and, and go on a little bit of a streak, like a winning streak, they also tend to go on losing streaks as well and scoring. Like like a guy will go on a scoring spurt, he'll do that for like five games in a row, and then uh, then he'll go down. Like if, if you look at Connor, he was on fire in the, in the month of November. I think he had 11, 10 goals, and he was on – in the last four games, I don't think he scored a, a goal, but they're still playing pretty well. I, I just noticed that in hockey, when you get those neg- – whether it be negative or positive trends, they seem to uh, run a little bit. And right now it seems that St. Louis isn't in a, is in a little bit of a rut. Uh, I did bet on them the night before. I, think, I thought that they would come in and, and beat the, the Blue Jackets and then uh, struggle against the Blackhawks on the back-to-backs. So, uh, yeah, I think back-to-backs do affect you. Uh, obviously, skating is a difficult in, the, in uh, 
I'll tell you what, those guys are in, they don't get enough credit for how, how good a shape they are in and how tough that sport is. And there's no off nights for them. So they, they have to get out after it every single night. Uh, you know, the Hawks coming or the blues coming to an end of a a road trip. Uh, I'm sure that affected a little bit, uh, I don't know if that was the last game of their road trip last night, but I think it was. So I, I think that affects it a little bit too. Uh, but the Hawks, I, I was there as well. I thought the Hawks, the Hawks looked really well. They were pushing a puck all night. But the one thing that I think they, they got early on is really good uh, goaltending. Uh, Marsak played uh, played pretty well last night. I thought. Yeah, I mean. He's played back-to-back really good games. So, which leads me to my question. This is where my line of thinking went. So, I'm going to continue to play what I play, right? And and, and like you said, I think we're going to hit a high enough percentage that we'll continue to make money. And um, although maybe maybe it hasn't hit for once or one or two times, um, it's still it's still a solid percentage. But tonight you got Capitals coming in. They 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 won four zero. So on paper you have a Blackhawks game team in two games have only given up one goal, and they have the Caps coming in um, with a shutout last night, which doesn't happen very often in hockey, um, or at least from my perception. Um, so so now you got two teams playing each other on on zero rest, and you have two teams that seem to be playing better defense and better goaltending. Do you think what the the no rest does that um, does that play into this as far as playing worse defense or does that mean they're going to be a little bit slower moving the puck? From your experience, does it no, have I, any I effect? Think, I think both teams, since both teams are coming off a of back to back, I think we're going to get a a, a a a high scoring. I'm I'm going to stick with it. I think we'll get a high scoring uh, first period, and the numbers kind of lend to the over right now. Uh, there's a high number of uh, handle on the over. Uh, typically when, when hockey teams are on a back-to-back, uh, you know, they, they, the first period tends to be a little bit higher scoring. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm looking back at the last three games, Caps, they, they beat the Coyotes 6-0. The next day they lost the Stars 5-4. Then, then they beat the Rangers 4-0. So maybe we get that 5-4 type game today. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it. That's my, that's my play there. Um, you know, until, until we get a long series of, of losses, I, I don't see a recent change it. So why not why not just ride it out, right? Um, right. And, so and, and, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to shift over to NBA, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, so so NBA, you know, we had the the Bulls have been playing much better as we talked about Thursday. They did the opposite of what they had been doing in previous games in that they um, they actually. Um, fell behind in the first quarter and first half at San, at San Antonio, came back and won, which is a little more like what they were doing against, um, you know, when Levine was on the floor. So Levine is still not on the floor. The Bulls are starting to play better. Everyone seems to be falling into their roles, which is big with basketball. And and they're going to roll in to play the Bucks and Denver back-to-back. All right, so so this this Bucks, uh team – I'm always going to watch and see what their motivation is because if they're motivated, they're pretty darn good, right? They lost out of this end of the season tournament in the semis last week. Um, so then I believe they haven't played since they played on Thursday, but I think they cleared the schedule just in case they made it to championship. So they have not played since Thursday. They're going to come in well rested. So you would think that all their guys are going to play, you know, I don't know if any of you out there have like an older brother or, or younger brother or whatever, but you know, when, when the older brother uh, 
beats up on the younger brother, just kind of plays, but you know, plays. Let's say they're playing one on one or whatever, and and throughout throughout most of the lifetime, just kind of plays around with them, lets them feel like he's winning, then comes back and win at the end, just to teach them that you're the older brother, right? And then all of a sudden, there's that day that your younger brother actually beats you, and he's pounding his chest a little bit. What 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 do you think the tip the older brother typically does the next game? He comes out and spanks him. <clears throat> yeah. So that's that's what I think is going to happen to the Bulls. The Bulls, um, you know, the first time they played, I was at the game in Milwaukee. This is going back, I think, in early November, uh, maybe late October. I don't remember, but um, they. Milwaukee dominated that game. You know, they didn't even play very well, but they 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 were they were double digits the entire game. Then then Milwaukee walks into Chicago on the 30th. So we're we're going back a couple weeks on a Thursday and and the Bulls stun them. You know, that's one of the first games Levine was out of the out of the game. The Bulls beat them. And they're like, "Wow, what's going on with this team that's playing hard?" Um so now they're going to catch them again back at Pfizer Arena with nothing else to focus on and knowing that the the little brother beat him last game. So I feel like this is going to be a game that they're they're going to get taken out to the woodshed. Um, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I'm a Bulls fan, but I'm telling you, I, I feel like this is the case where as long as everyone's healthy. Now, if you see Giannis is not playing for some weird reason or, or Dame or whatever, sometimes I could throw off a little bit. I mean, I still think Bucks win regardless, but um, if they're out there firing on all cylinders, I think they want to send a message to the Chicago fans here saying we're still the best team in the uh the 40 mile radius or whatever it is between um, Milwaukee and, and Chicago and Detroit and all that. So, so I think that's going to be a whooping and then they got to play Denver. The bulls got to play Denver at home with, with uh, Jokic uh, uh, or Jokic. I, I don't know how you say his name these days, but um, if it's Jokic, it's Jokic. He's a stud. Um, and I just don't see the Bulls having a big guy to match up with that, w- with him. Uh, so, you know, that will be an interesting game. Um, you know, I, I don't think we'll be, we'll be back online again before then. So you got to have, have to make a decision. Denver is going to be playing a back-to-back just like the Bulls are playing at Atlanta. And then they're going to come back and play Chicago. I, I, I would think that, Jokic uh, points, rebounds, assists is going to hit the over there because because I don't know it could be like sixty to probably still hit the over because Vooch does not play defense. Um, maybe they can put Drummond, but Drummond isn't going to be able to play a two way center like like um, Jokic. He he just isn't, and uh, and so that is going to open up other things for other guys. So um, I I think that that's a good play. So if you're looking ahead to Tuesday. Um, and you're t- playing the Bulls. That's that's one of those games where I think Jokic is in in line for a big night. So that that gives you a little snapshot of the next couple days for the Bulls, Coach. No, I love that play uh, tomorrow night in Milwaukee. I love that play. Uh, I can't see them playing very well against Milwaukee. Not after what happened on November 30th. I agree with you 100. percent All right, let's let's uh, let's tackle the NFL. Uh, let's look at the NFL today. Before we get in, any uh, you want to save the teaser for the end? You got a teaser today. Well, I do have one team that I really like, um, and you know I can throw it out there now if you like. I like Jacksonville, and and this is the wounded warrior theory. They're walking into Cleveland. Cleveland's a good defense. Okay, everyone saw on um, on uh, was it Sunday night they played Cincinnati. Um, whenever they played Cincinnati, everyone saw how good 
Cincinnati's uh, quarterback played, and and the Jacksonville's defense looked suspect. They just a, a game you thought Jacksonville was going to walk away easily. I think they were a double digit favorite, and they they lose in overtime, right? So now their backs are against the wall. They put themselves in a situation where they must win. They're eight and four. They got they got the Colts on their heels. They got the Houston Texans on their heels. Houston and uh, Colts are seven and five, both of them, right? And and they both have winnable games, I think, especially the Texans. So so now Jacksonville's playing a Browns team that I don't know who's starting it, but if it's Flacco again, you know, Flacco came out and worked a little magic in his first game. That that's the bounce. That's the wounded warrior theory again. And usually they settle down to reality in the second one, and and they get film on them. And and you know NFL guys find a way to take advantage of limitations of opposing quarterbacks. So Jacksonville, uh, if you look at the numbers, you know Jacksonville came in at um, I I want to say it opened at minus three. It's now down. Uh, it Jacksonville was favored by minus three and that that shifted all the way over to minus two and a half and and likely because of um uh uh what's his name Trevor is not playing right uh so so you can get this Jacksonville team with a teaser over seven I think you know depending on where where you get the number you could get it at eight and a half and this is a game that has a total that was at 40 and now it's down hovering around 34 35. So when you put all those together, it's a perfect storm. I would have loved to Jacksonville to be at home. That would be the real perfect storm. But you know what? This is a situation where uh, there are so many ways Jacksonville can win this team. And, and they know everyone needs to step up, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So I would expect that Jacksonville is going to come out and their de- defense is going to dominate, put their offense in position to score some points, which may be field goals, and uh, and hang around if nothing else. But I think Jacksonville actually wins this game outright. So getting them at eight and a half with a 34 point total is just kind of, um, you know, a, a great situation in my mind. So so that, you know, as we go through these and you talk about yours, coach, I'll talk about a couple other that I have these maybes down. But I I will definitely be closing up my um my Jets play from last week and uh, with with Jacksonville in my open teaser, and I'll definitely put some Jacksonville small teasers with other teams today. All right. Well, <clears throat> like always, I got a list of uh, list of games that I like, and Jacksonville's on that uh, on that list. I love that setup. Also, I love the the way the handle matches up. Sixty three percent of the uh, against the spread money is on uh, Cleveland. Also, huge huge amount of money line money on uh, which which. Uh, the state or backs up your, your, your claim at a little bit on the money line. I like that. Uh, Jacksonville's at plus plus one twenty four right now and 27% of the handle is on that. So that's one of the bigger ones. Cleveland Browns one of the bigger money line plays, uh, for the public, uh, today, right now. I, I hate to say this, but I, I, and I, and I get burned by them every week, but I think this is a good setup for the jets. Again, they got, they got a ton of money against them in this one. Uh, the, the money line is still a little low. I think they could win this game, and I hate myself for going back to the Jets, but I like them plus three and a half at home against Houston. I think Houston's uh, bound for one of those games where where their their rookie quarterback just has a bad game. Uh, you know, he's been playing lights out for most of the year, and maybe he is that good. Maybe he's 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 uh, upper echelon already, and and I'm and I'm wrong, but I I think this is a pretty good defense. I think the uh, 
the weather is going to be uh, conducive for defense today. I, I was reading a uh, huge gu- uh, gusts of wind. Uh, it's going to be a little cold there. It's going to be a weird, weird weather, kind of like what we've been having in Chicago. It's hit to the East Coast and usually it intensifies as it hits that way. So it's going to be a nice setup for the Jets uh, at home. Uh, that place will be rocking a little bit, uh, but I, I'm I'm going back to them at plus three and a half, and I'm going to throw a little bit on the money line uh, as well. Uh, another team that I that I uh, that kind of like uh, here is and I hate to say it again is is the Bears at plus three at home. The money is going huge on Detroit. Uh, they get an eighty three percent of the money line money, and that money line still hasn't moved drastically uh, uh, the other way. So I, I kind of like that seventeen percent of the handles on the Bears at plus one forty. I look at it as a Bears fan. This is something that the Bears probably do to us a lot when nothing is on the table. Nothing means anything. They come out and play pretty well. I think Fields has played well. I agree with what the media here in Chicago is saying. I think Fields has played well the last few games. Uh, You take Detroit out of the dome. Uh, They've been giving up a ton of points, like I said. Uh, Not playing great down the stretch. In fact, uh, my guys in Vegas uh, texted me this morning. They're putting uh, a little bit on Green Bay, plus 1,300 to win the division now. So, uh, you know, I think they're probably hedging their Detroit bets there, but uh, that's not a bad number the way uh, Green Bay's playing as opposed to the way Detroit's playing. But I think the Bears play pretty well today uh, at home. The, the number 43, you know, out of the dome, I think that could go over. The Really, the numbers, uh, the money split 50-50 there. So uh, one other game I like, I like the Raiders this afternoon at plus three at home against Minnesota. Uh, you know, I know they got Dobbs playing, but I think uh, that pass rush with Crosby playing at home, uh, you know, I, I think the Raiders are playing much better under Pierce, and I, I like that play, and they're, they're not getting very much money at home today. Uh, everybody seems to love the Vikings with Dobbs, and I'm just not a, a firm believer that that team is uh, is uh, playoff caliber uh, just yet without Cousins and some of the other things they got going on there, so... That's it. I'm looking at I'm looking at this game tonight. I really think we got a great one on Sunday night football, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh I would like the Eagles or I would like the Cowboys to win this one at home. Uh but a Dak and the and and Dallas in big games uh worry me just a little bit. But I, I, I'm leaning a little bit towards Dallas here. Like to see where their number is is going, but I, I think this is a this is a huge game uh for Dallas and Philly's gotta travel in uh off a loss. That's the only thing I don't like about Philly right now. So those are my thoughts today. Not 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 much on the uh on the docket there. I think I gave out three games, possibly four. So uh that's what we got today. Yeah, so my, one of my maybes is in line with you. I, I got a maybe on uh, Las Vegas. Now, typically, if a team goes to plus three, you're supposed to just take the plus three, right? Because if you get that number, that's the biggest number in football. So you know, there's an argument there that you would just play, if you like Vegas, like you said, you just play them. Um, so I was going to watch what happens. It's an afternoon game. See where that money goes. You know, if it bumps to three even money or or goes to even three and a half, then I'll just play it, right? If however, if it if it goes across the board down to two and a half, then I got it. But I feel like I'm getting some bonus money there because Minnesota was uh started the opened up at I think minus one goes to minus three. So I always like to to get extra value from what it was a week ago. Um, another one is Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay's on the road. Atlanta just had that big win last week. Um, I 
I, I, I'm just not a true believer in their, their quarterback play. I, I, I watched that game at the jets and, um, you know, Jets defense is good, but I mean, Atlanta's offense was on the field all day long and they just, you know, they didn't, they didn't look like they had an answer to be able to, to consistently move the ball against a team that, that, absolutely couldn't move the ball. Right. And, and so, so they got, they got the win. They, they've been on a little bit of a roll. They're surprising some people. This is a good letdown spot in general. Uh, but you know, I just feel like a division game here where Tampa's backs against the wall a little bit in, you know, to get eight over seven points, that lines at two right now. So you tease it up over seven. I think you're in a better shape. So that's a maybe for me. Uh, and then the last maybe is Indianapolis, um, again, here's the reason why I'm looking for line changes. So maybe there's something I don't know about that's causing this, but before last going into last week, the opener was minus two. Indianapolis was minus two after Cincinnati beat Jacksonville, this line switched and now it's minus two and a half where Cincinnati's the favorite. So, so th- th- again, maybe there's some type of injury that I don't know about, but just looking at the numbers, that changes from Cincinnati being a good teaser plus eight at home to now them laying two and a half. You can get Indianapolis over eight, uh, seven. So I feel like you're taking, you're getting a team that should be favored and you're getting them over eight just for one performance. This is to me, this is an overreaction to the Cincinnati quarterback's performance at, at Jacksonville. I'm not saying it wasn't great. It was great. I mean, watching him, he looked tremendous. I don't think Burrow could have been better than, than Browning was, but um, you know, that's a rookie quarterback. Well, I don't know. He's not a rookie, but a, a quarterback that hasn't played very much. Now you're getting more film on him. And, uh, you know, kind of gotten into a, a little bit of a shootout, less preparation time, Indianapolis coming in and, and again, being in that situation where Indianapolis is seven and five, they're on the heels. All of a sudden they got a little bit of a shot of adrenaline with Jacksonville losing. I just see this as being a tighter game. Um, and, and maybe Cincinnati wins, but I really think it's a good letdown spot for Cincinnati. And I definitely think that getting Indianapolis over seven points is is a great situation. I wish the point total was a little lower. Forty four is a little high for for this teaser, and that's why it's a maybe. But um, that's that's definitely something that I feel like could happen. Um, the only other thing that I have, coaches, I think New Orleans wins. So if you're if you're trying to put together a money line parlay. Uh, I just don't, I don't think Carolina is very good. I think they came out and gave it their best try after their coach got fired. You know, a lot of times teams respond, but you know, that, that lasts a game. And then it turns out they are who they are. Um, and Carolina is not very good. And, and New Orleans has been underachieving. You know, I, I, I could understand if someone said, you know what, I'm taking the points because New Orleans just can't consistently score. I would hundred percent understand if you're on that side of things, but I just think New Orleans wins this game. Uh, I wouldn't tease it, but if you're doing some type of crazy money line parlay that people like to do, and you're rolling it into Monday night with Miami and all that good stuff, um, you, maybe you throw New Orleans on there. I think New Orleans wins. Um, that's That kind of ends things for me. 
I, w- I agree with you on these on uh, uh, the the Colts and the Tampa Bay. It wouldn't shock me at all if Tampa Bay won outright today, and it wouldn't shock me at all if Indianapolis won outright today. Um, Indianapolis right now money line is plus one fourteen. If you're looking for a little plus money in the, in Tampa Bay is a plus one ten. Uh, I think the, both those teams got a little bit in the tank, and like you said, uh, the teams they're playing are are a little overvalued. So. Uh, Good, good stuff on the docket today. Anything else before we go win the day? Nope. I think that's all I got. All right, man. Like always, uh, let's win the day, and we'll talk to everyone. We'll be back on Thursday with more winners. All right. Win the day. All right. Win the day. Later.